It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon. Bonsoir, je say good evening. Another show at night, another late night show, right? But not just any show. Uh, the rendezvous is all about you. And I say it because I receive a tons of your uh, voicemails and stuff like that. I listen to it during the day. Jill, my producer, she sends me those things around noon. And then when we go on at night, you know, I've, I've listened. And I must say, I'm very, you know, honored for your trust and for your faith in me for uh, love advice and relationship and try to keep the joie de vivre, the joy of life, uh, during the show. So thank you so much for being with me tonight. I know it's late. Where I'm at, it's cold and snowy. But la vie est belle. La vie est belle. It's good to be alive. Life is beautiful. Uh, back to you. You calls are next. Bonjour, Brooke. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Brooke. What's going on with your husband? How can I help? So my husband makes good money as an office supply salesman. And mm -hmm. before the pandemic, he started taking acting classes. And since the pandemic, he's decided that when theater resumes, he wants to quit his job and pursue acting full time. And I want you to tell me... <laughs> How can I convince him that I believe in him and want to support his dreams, but also convince him to not quit his job? <laughs> can you help I me? I see. Mm -hmm. Well, before we decide how to help you, have you had a conversation about it with him or not yet? Well, I mean, he sprung this on me. <laughs> okay. And I didn't, I haven't, I mean, I haven't really responded one way or the other. <laughs> mm -hmm. I understand. Now, do you work and make money? I'm a teacher. Okay. So, I so you do, do work and make I, money. I work, yes, but I don't make enough to support us. So relationship stability depends on, I would say, three criteria. Love, honesty, stability financially. Right? So I assume you love your husband, he loves you, so that's good. The honesty yes. is that he can tell you everything, you can tell him everything. He told you he wants to be an actor. You have to be able to tell him why he can be an actor, but he still has to keep his job for now. And that the right way to move is to be a salesman during the day hours and then maybe do after pandemic classes or stuff after hour. Because if we touch the stability financially of your life, for both of you, the relationship itself will, will slowly but surely fade away, crack under pressures, get stressed, the oodala will be gone. So the compromise, Brooke, should be, I'm 100% for it, but you keep your daytime job and you work at night if you want in a theater or, you know, with a local company, and we go from there. I like the whole foundation of relationships because if I come at it logically, and say, I support you. If you start getting parts and start making money, then we can talk about the rest. But as far as the foundation of a relationship actually hinging upon, partly on financial stability, that's what I was missing. That's, that's my take so on this. Good luck to you. Be kind, but be direct, be honest. Um, we all need honesty and we all need kindness. So that, that those goes together, not without each other, okay? And we all need kindness now more than ever. <laughs> more than ever. Absolutely, Brooke. So true. Well said. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too, Simon. Thank you. Coming up, we're going to go help Athena because she sent me a DM. 
her boyfriend, that's something she's not so sure about when it comes to uh, social media. She wants my help, so let's get to her Instagram DM next. So Athena sent me a Instagram DM at my radio saying, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend follows all of these ooh-la-la women on Instagram and it makes me feel weird and insecure. I want to ask him to unfollow them, but I don't want to seem controlling. So how do I do that? That's a good question, Athena. If your partner is following, you know, provocative women on Instagram and you want him to stop, what should you tell him? I think I have an idea. Next. So what should you do if you realize your boyfriend follows these ooh-la-la women, you know, provocative women on Instagram, and uh, it makes you feel weird and insecure? Should you tell him something about it? Or should you not? What should you do? Asks Athena. Athena, I'm going to be blunt and direct as usual. This is a silly guy, right? Silly guy. He shouldn't do that. Thing is, he does. Uh, you can ask him not to do it. He still will. It's too easy on Instagram. So the real question is, how much do you trust him? The fact that a guy looks on Instagram goes back to the old rule of you can watch, but you can't touch. So, I understand it makes you feel weird. Guys look at provocative women from the beginning of time. It used to be magazines, it used to be television, it used to be iPad, it's this. If you trust him, don't say anything. If you don't trust him, don't stay with him. That's what it is about. Trust, trust, trust. So, you know what to do now. You call the next. If you have a question for me, please call the rendezvous tonight, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Marie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Marie. What's going on tonight? So, um, my husband and I are kind of dealing with some grief. Um, my husband's father passed away fairly recently, and then very, very recently and suddenly our dog passed away, and our dog was very oh, much so like our son. Um, I'm sorry. And it's just been really hard dealing with it all and I've noticed it's really really hitting my husband hard and he's been very down very depressed and I'm just having trouble knowing how to be in those situations as far as should I try and cheer him up should I let him sit in the sadness I, like I'm, I'm just really struggling mm -hmm. so the process of um, what I say bury the past and and all people we love or animals it's a very um, sad process at first, so my advice would be to let him be sad. Um, I think uh, it's a natural thing for all of us when we lose somebody we love. I think we, we tend, as we love somebody, to want to help them and fix them, but I think the process of grieving and being sad is essential to get over it. So um, I would say by not trying to cheer him up, but to leave him in the state of depression, maybe he's home for a little bit now, will be, will be fine. If in the spring or summer or in, you know, in another season you feel after months and months nothing changes, um, you can talk about it with him and he can go see a therapist. Because in relationships, we can't be each other therapists. We don't know how to do this. Right. So it would be his, right? So I don't want you to play therapist or there will be no more romance and ooh la la and, and, then, and it's not your job. But for now, my advice is to respect the grieving process, be kind, Leave him alone, and don't think it's against you, Mary. It's not. It's a natural grieving process. And you think, I just, my other concern is when I don't, when I let him feel sad, it almost feels like I'm just doing nothing about it. 
Yes, but remember, by not doing anything about it, you allow him to grieve and to bury the past. Because yeah. by leaving him alone and being kind, I'm not saying, you know, beat him up. I'm saying be kind. Um, it'd be nice. And maybe once in a while you bring him some nice food he likes, a glass of wine, or you cheer him up one day with a romantic ooh-la-la that cannot hurt, stuff like that. Yeah. I like what you said, too, about, like, it's not my job to be therapist. It's my job to be a wife. Yeah, I, I uh, appreciate that. Uh, it's Listen, I've learned it the hard way, so I know that now. <laughs> so, right. so that's key. Mary, thank you so much for calling. Good luck to you, and have a good night. All right. Thank you, Simon. When you're in a relationship, if your partner is down, depressed, moody, upset, what should you do about it? What should you do about it? Let's talk about that next. So what should you do if uh, you find your partner down, depressed, uh, lost their job, lost a um, family member like my last caller, Mariam, with a, a husband, uh, um, sometimes you lose your pets, you know, tragic things like this, so then person gets like depressed. What should you do? I would say be kind, be respectful, don't try to fix them. Be kind because it's not against you. Be respectful, respect the process of grieving or the process of disappointment if you lose your job. Uh, but one thing is sure, don't try to fix them, don't play shrink. I've tried. You wanna know what happened when I tried? Stay with me, I'll tell you that personal story next. No, I learned by mistakes, that's why I do the show, don't do like me, do better than me. Listen to that one. Uh, when I was younger, I thought if my girlfriend was crying, or if something was wrong, that I had to find a solution, play shrink, try to find some magical interpretation, solution, and I would really put my heart into it. But it never worked. It backfired. And then I realized, back then, that if you try to play shrink with your partner, it doesn't help the relationship, it destroys it. Uh, we know each other shrink. We don't know how to be shrink. You gotta go to school for that. And the fixing, we can't fix anybody. We can cheer them up, we can be good teammates, but we can fix a partner. Doctors can, shrink can, uh, exercise can. But the idea we can do that, um, I don't do that anymore. And my advice is don't do that either. Just listen, be there, and introduce them to maybe the right doctors or the right therapist. That's the best you can do. Take it from me. You call the next. Bonjour, Jesse. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jesse. What is going on with you tonight? How can I help you? So, Simon, as you know, we've been staying at home and quarantining, and um, I live with my boyfriend, and I am just noticing, like, all these terrible habits with him, and it's driving me crazy. Um, it's just awful. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm really at the point where I'm about to break it off break it off but like what's going on oh it's just so bad i don't know how to talk to him about it he like leaves his dirty things everywhere he's not helpful he's like basically regressed to a teenage boy you know <laughs> like he's not working so he's just playing video games like he's basically my live-in unemployed boyfriend wow so why would you want to stay with a guy like this I don't know exactly. I think I need to break it off. I think so too. Listen, 
I think you've reached the, the end of the rope. I think you're ready to take care of that. I think life is too short to stay with somebody you don't love anymore. It, you're not a shelter. So my advice is to, you know, you do you. You just say, listen, that's it. You know, it's what it is. It's the bottom line. We, we're going to separate. Why? Listen, I don't love you anymore. Directly. Tack. <laughs> no, because hard, the truth will I set think... you free. I, I'm, I'm in favor of being honest respectful and kind but not beat around the bush so listen i just don't feel it anymore you gotta go guy that's it okay <laughs> you make it sound <laughs> so easy no but it's easy if you're honest and listen there's something that i want to emphasize on we all have the right to start a relationship and we have the same equal right to stop the relationship with no guilt we start we end when we want you guys don't have kids together, right? No, we don't. Oh, oh la, 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 la. So it's even easier. Thank you so much. <laughs> Listen, you got to go. Why? I don't love you anymore. So you have a week. But I love you. It's okay. I don't love you anymore. I don't stay with somebody I don't love you. You don't want to be with somebody who doesn't love you, right? No, I don't. All right. Start packing. <laughs> okay. No more breaks. You know, no, but no more breaks. No more BS. No, just, we got to, it's got to be what it's got to be. The more I live, the more I understand everybody loves honesty and not lies. Everybody. Yeah, that is true. I'm going to have to talk to him. Definitely. At the end, he'll be happy. There's no point of staying with somebody who doesn't love you. You don't love him, the guy's out. Okay? Yes. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you. Coming up, uh, I'm going to go listen to Melissa's voicemail because her boyfriend seems to be enjoying their fights, but for kind of a different kind of reason. So um, let's get to Melissa's voicemail next. So please remember that you're never alone with your problem. I'm here. Leave me a message at 855-905-8255. I'll get to it on the air, just like for Melissa's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, my name is Melissa, and I've been dating a guy for about 15 months, and everything is good, like we're in love. But one thing that I figured out early on is that he enjoys conflict, and he loved that it led to ooh-la-la. <laughs> so um, I'm trying to figure out, like, is this healthy? Because sometimes I, I don't know if there's, like, an actual problem or if he's trying to just, you know, get to the ooh-la-la. So I like the passion, but I'm worried that, we don't actually talk about our problems. We just like fast forward to get to the zazazoo. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about this. And I love your show. Melissa, thanks for the kind words for my show. And uh, so indeed, what should you do if you date somebody who enjoys conflict because it leads to more ooh-la-la, like the makeup ooh-la-la, you know? Is that healthy? We'll talk about that next. Have you ever dated somebody that uh, enjoys to start fights with you just so that at the end there's the makeup ooh-la-la? But at the end, you ask yourself, like, Melissa, you know, is that healthy? Because, yes, we like the passion and and the fun, but we don't solve anything. I mean, ooh-la-la is just a wonderful, passionate moment of, you know, closeness and all that, but uh, it doesn't solve actually an issue. It calms it down. So, um, I would suggest to do this. Next time that happens, Melissa, after the ooh 
have a coffee, tea, or sit down with your man and go back to the conflict itself. Go back to, hey, you know, right before we had all that ulala, we were talking about this and we had a disagreement. What happened? Where do you stand? Um, why do you think we're fighting like this? Or are we fighting for real? Or you just need to fight before you get passionate? I don't know the answers, but I know the questions. Those are the questions to ask. Good luck, Melissa. Thanks for the voicemail. Your calls are next. Bonjour, Joshua. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is the most romantic thing you've ever done for a woman? Oh, man, that's crazy. When I was, I think I was 21, and, and uh -huh. I was in the military at the time, and uh, I had uh -huh. no money, man. I was so broke, and I was uh -huh. dating this young lady, so I invited her over to my barracks room, and I had, like, these Michelle Lini spaghetti dinners. So I microwaved the dinners, I put a little candle in the middle, put on like some 90s R&B music, and she came over to my bags room, and she said that was like the most romantic day she ever been on. And then we got married and had two kids. For real? Yeah, for real. That's 100% true. <laughs> Listen, you know the beauty of this story is that the romance is not in the extravaganza. The romance is in the attention and the little thing. And you made her happy with what you could do at the time. And her heart felt it. And that's why you guys got married. So thank you so much for sharing that story. It's very educational, that story. Because people think romance is like, you know, big gesture all the time. And when you hear a story like yours, you did the best with what you have. And it worked. I like that. Simplicity. That's romance. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Joshua. And, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. Do you and your partner say I love you to each other every day? <laughs> Let's talk about that next. Do you and your partner say I love you to each other every single day? Right? It's important to say I love you, but only if you mean it. Anyway, I posted that on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and listened to the results. 32% of you voted no. I don't say I love you to my partner every single day. 68% of you voted, yes, I do. I say I love you to my partner every day. I like that. I like that if it's honest. Just remember that. Don't do it because you have to. Don't do it because it's like a code. Do it because you feel it. Because it makes you happy. Not to make somebody else happy. Because it makes you happy to love that person. That's the purpose. Uh, thank you so much for spending this late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.